Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Genesis chapter 8 from the Jesus Bible, NIV edition. We'll review key takeaways and we'll end our session with a short prayer. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and the livestock that were with him in the ark. And he sent the wind over the earth and the waters receded. Now the springs of the deep and the floodgates of the heavens had been closed, and the rain had stopped falling from the sky. The water receded steadily from the earth. At the end of the hundred and fifty days, the water had gone down, and at the seventeenth day of the seventh month, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. The waters continued to recede until the tenth month, and on the first day of the tenth month, the tops of the mountains became visible. After forty days, Noah opened the window he had made in the ark and sent out a raven, and it kept flying back and forth until the water had dried up from the earth. Then he sent out a dove to see if the water had receded from the surface of the ground. But the dove could find nowhere to perch because there was water over all the surface of the earth. So he returned to Noah in the ark. He reached out his hand and took the dove and brought it back to himself in the ark. He waited seven more days and again sent out the dove from the ark. When the dove returned to him in the evening, there in its beak was a freshly plucked olive leaf. Then Noah knew that the water had receded from the earth. He waited seven more days and sent the dove out again, but this time it did not return to him. By the first day of the month of Noah's six hundred and first year, the water had dried up from the earth. Noah then removed the covering from the ark and saw the surface of the ground was dry. By the twenty-seventh day of the second month, the earth was completely dry. Then God said to Noah, Come out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Bring out every kind of living creature that is with you, the birds, the animals, and all the creatures that move along the ground, so they can multiply the earth and be fruitful and increase in number on it. So Noah came out together with his sons and his wife and his sons' wives. All the animals and all the creatures that move along the ground and all the birds, everything that moves on land, came out of the ark, one kind after another. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and taking some of all the clean animals and clean birds, he sacrificed burnt offerings on it. The Lord smelled the pleasing aroma and said in his heart, Never again will I curse the ground because of humans, even though every inclination of the human heart is evil from the childhood, and never again will I destroy all living creatures as I have done. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. This is the end of the reading of Genesis chapter 8. So here we see God's glorious creation almost come to an end. God almost puts an end to humankind. But because of Noah, because of one righteous person and his family, we are given a new lease on life. We are allowed to once again populate the earth after it has been destroyed completely by a flood. 
and water has completely killed any living creature on the face of the earth. So we need to understand the infinite wisdom, the infinite grace, but also that God has a very limited tolerance for evil and that it will come to an end. He will put an end to evil on earth in humankind. And God promises at the end never to destroy the earth again. And he gives us a new promise. This is a covenant. They won't destroy the earth. But we have a future ahead of us that is ours to claim. He sends us his son, Jesus, in the end, so that he, with his ultimate sacrifice, can take away the sins of all humanity and once again make us worthy and righteous in front of God. So let us pray. Father God, thank you for these words of wisdom. Thank you for these words that transform our lives. Thank you for showing us what it means to be faithful to you. Thank you for allowing us to see that your mercy has no bound but that you will set limits for us. But at the end, you always look out for us. You always look for the way for us to come back to you and redeem ourselves. You look for the way for us to be made righteous. For you are so proud of your creation. You made us in your image, Lord. And you love us with unconditional love. So for this, Lord, we thank you and we worship you. So Lord, send the Holy Spirit to guide us, to comfort us, to allow us to open our eyes and to understand what it means to be a Christian, what it means to lead a Christian life, what it means to serve others, to love others without conditions, to allow us to be hurt every single day of our lives and then get up again the next morning and love again unconditionally. Only you, Lord, only you, Jesus, can help us do this by showing us how it's done. We pray in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Genesis chapter 8. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.